It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Enemy lines indeed, because I live in the city of Chicago and, uh, well, there's like a hundred different gangs out here in, in the city. And, well, most of them are in the south side and the west side there are a few that are lingering around you know half a blo- uh, half a mile a mile away from where i live um i'm in a mood and it's a wtf wednesday so pat um how are you um so far pleasantly entertained with the uh, lineup that we have today and I'm, I think I'm going to be pleasantly entertained because, uh, as you say, you're in a mood. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm uh, working on uh, popping some popcorn um, so I can just watch hilarity ensue. Now, is that next to corn pop? No, it's not next to corn pop. You oh, can't, I can't believe you went there. I'm but confused. No. no, it's it's popcorn. You know, like the stuff that you get at a movie theater, a little bit of butter, a little Wait, bit of salt. What's a movie theater? Are you are you seriously? Do those things even exist anymore? Are, are you effing kidding me right now? Last I checked, um, nobody goes. Uh, I still do. That's because your soul is ginger. It has nothing. To, how does it have anything to do with me being a soulless ginger? Moving on early, I guess. Uh huh. 
Because, mm-hmm. uh, Pat, what if I told you that the mayor of Chicago has not one but two plans to curb the street violence that's happening all over the city, including literally right on my block, by the way, that that happened uh, about a month ago where a uh, a car jacking happened, a armed carjacking. I would I would first ask how because I'm a little concerned. Well, you see, the second most competent individual in government today, outside of Joseph Marionette Biden, would be Beetlejuice herself. Lori Lightfoot, our mayor. So she's got it all under control here, Pat. Well, hold on a second. You're putting her up there with Joseph Marionette Biden in terms of competence. Wouldn't wouldn't um, wouldn't Warren Wilhelm the Third be number two? COVID cowboy. Oh, oh. okay. Mm. Never mind. I'm Never sorry. It wasn't mind. COVID cowboy. It was census cowboy. Yeah, it was census. <laughs> and um, do you know what happened to census cowboy? Didn't he get arrested? You are correct. (laughs) Because that is the level of competence of the wonderful Beetlejuice mayor of this city. (laughs) But I present to you plan A. Sue the street gangs. That's how she's going to curb the violence here in the city. Um, yes, Mr. Padoni. Are street gangs in Chicago known for having money? Uh, yeah. Lots and lots of money. And, and okay, so let me, let me ask you another question then. Um, are street gangs known for um, following the law? Not particularly, no. <laughs> so, so I have... Are they going to be particularly known for um, obeying a a lawsuit? Well, you see, in this plan, Lightfoot announced in her new plan, which will uh, let the city file lawsuits against street gangs and snag their money and assets. So basically, they're going to try civil asset forfeiture, not on the federal level, but on the local level. Uh, Wait, I'm not done. Oh, okay. Quote, we will hold you accountable, Lightfoot declared, while touting the measure that would allow judges to, quote, order the forfeiture of money or property that is directly or indirectly related to street gang activity. Wait. Um, I'm confused. Uh-huh. What, what what exactly is your definition of indirectly? There, Mayor Lightfoot. I have another question here. Mm-hmm. If street gangs don't um, follow the law, doesn't that mean they gain their their finances and their uh, assets um, illegally? Yes. So what's to stop them from continuing to do that illegally? 
So really, does a lawsuit do a damn thing here? She says, to be very blunt and clear, we mm-hmm. are going after their blood money. The money they've profited off killing. Now, you, okay. may, you may have a point here, Pat, mm-hmm. but there's a further point. Oh, boy. Um, this is also assuming that the city can even identify and prosecute members of often loosely affiliated gangs. And furthermore, Pat, what age group is usually identified with gang membership? Mm, I would say teens to, I don't know, early 30s type of a deal. Kind of that broad, younger spectrum there. And which individuals are more likely to be holding the cash moolah? Um, isn't it usually the older, older crowd mm-hmm. or actually no, no. Well, they, they do have a lot of like teen fences and stuff like that. that grab money. True. And then get it later. Right. Or, or the, the other ones get it later from those fences. Right. 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 Now, mm-hmm. who do you think is doing most of the illicit activity on the street? Shall we say, um, in the street, I'm going to guess it's mostly kids. Right. So how in the hell are you going to prosecute the street level individual when they're kids? Well, you see, there's this thing called juvenile court where they end up in juvie rather than doing hard time. Isn't that kind of the whole point of uh, using kids so that you avoid hard time? Correct. Part of it. Yeah, you are correct. Now, Mm -hmm. even the intrepid reporting of NPR Chicago, a.k.a. WBBM, one of the most famous NPR stations in the world, former federal prosecutor Eric Sussman told the station, quote, in federal court, you're dealing with organized street gangs, in many cases involving individuals that are in their 30s, sometimes even in their 40s, that are moving large amounts of drugs. In state court, most of these 15 and 16-year-olds they can't even identify are not even subject to adult criminal prosecution. So the reason that matters is in order for civil asset forfeiture to work, you must be an adult. (laughs) So... Let me let me get this straight. So she's wanting to use civil asset forfeiture to uh, go after street gangs. They can't even identify everybody in said street gangs. Mm-hmm. Who's more competent here, the street gang or your your mayor? Oh, the street gang by a thousand times. Uh huh. I mean, here here's the rub in all of this, right? Because. You, you have to hate everything that they're doing in these street gangs, right? The the addictions they're feeding and all the bad things that are going on, right? But they are more competent than the government. And as um, Sussman pointed out, I think this is clearly a political move and a response to the fact that the city has been, wait, unable to articulate a policy to prevent the shootings and the killings that are going on in the city. And that's the point of all of this, right? Look at all the money that we want. And now we don't have to use all that money 
um, from the federal uh, bailout money that we're getting to fix the like $5 billion budget deficit hole that we're using the federal bailout money that hasn't come yet, but will. (sighs) And is it any wonder why the hell we want the hell out of here? Well, I mean, you you only have the uh, second most competent, most you have the second most competent politician in the country right now, other than Joseph Marion and Biden. I I, I don't see why you would want to leave. Well, I'm glad you brought up competent politicians and their ability to speak, Pat, because I think you would be in line based off of this previous uh, line of questioning to be the uh, prime minister of this like hat to the north of us called Canada. I I present to you this on a WTF Wednesday. I will never apologize for standing up for an LGDP, uh, LGT, LBT, LGBTQ2 plus uh, kids' rights to not have to undergo conversion therapy. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so I think my favorite part of that, well, there's two favorites, but my favorite part is you heard the, I never, I didn't catch that until this time that I played it, by the way. Someone corrected him. Yeah, somebody in the audience <laughs> literally shouted out LGBTQ. Now he added in two plus, right? Uh-huh. You forgot the AI. Uh-huh. What? A hateful, bigoted bastard. I mean, I could just call him a bastard, period. Um, it, doesn't it go something like L, G, B, T, Q, I, A, plus? Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two spirit. Yep. <sighs> hey, at least I can get it right. But the other thing that bothers me, and this has bothered me for my entire English knowing, English speaking, English writing life. Pat, when you are writing down names of people or cities or I don't know directions and you're writing them down um just a list of things in order right what order do we usually put them in well i mean it depends on what it is but i think more times than not it's uh alphabetical order or numerical order you would be correct because that is the proper way to do this in english So how the hell did we get LGBTQ? Literally, the middle part is the first part. It should be BGLQT. UVW. No, you hateful bigot. (laughs) But do you get my point here? It doesn't make any sense on any level how they put this together. And, And since when... Did the lesbian movement take front and center stage? It was the gay movement. Dude, 
Ladies first. What's a lady? Um, a it's a birthing woman? person, you bigot. Look, it goes ladies, gentlemen, I'm smart. Ladies, gentlemen, bisexual, and then trans. I thought you were going to say boys and trans. <laughs> that actually works too. <laughs> Do you get where I'm going with that? Like, how the hell did they come up with this grammatically? I, I don't know. And I, I totally hear your point, though. If you were to go with the grammatical way of saying it, just doesn't roll off the tongue the same way. No, I don't disagree with you. I mean, you have to think about it, right? BGLQT. BGLQT. Yeah, it just does not, doesn't. It doesn't have the same. But yeah. I mean, as as the wonderful, competent, super not authoritarian Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, is telling us, it's even that one is super easy to pronounce. Oh wait, <clears throat> right, right, Pat. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. But back to our. Uh, Find Beetlejuice of a mayor here in Chicago because I'm not done, right? So she's going to curb the violence by making them literally pay the price, right? Never mind the fact that we could go down the rabbit hole of how awful civil asset forfeiture has become and how abusive it has become, right? Where 74-year-old grandpa is taking his retirement money out of the... um, or sticking his retirement money into the... um, safety deposit box right and then decides i'm retiring to florida so i'm taking my safe deposit box out of the bank and then they seize it at the airport anyway wait what so now all of my life savings right my million dollars of life savings or whatever the hell it is right that's not in a 401k that seventy thousand dollars or whatever i had stashed away to to use for a down payment on a on a retirement home in Florida, just gone because um, well, that's suspicious. What business is it of yours? How I choose to do that, right? What business is it? But we could go down that rabbit hole even further. I'm not going to, because you see, our mayor has a plan B. And yes, plan B stand for Beetlejuice. A plan B for what, though? Well, to curb the violence in in Chicago. Whoa, 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 whoa! She doesn't even have a plan A. Well, the plan A is the civil asset forfeiture. That's not a plan. That's just a political statement. Well, she sees it as a plan. Well, she probably sees herself not as Beetlejuice either, but that's, you know. What happens if she says Beetlejuice into a mirror three times? Does the mirror version in her switch places? Oh, dear God. (laughs) Now, I I have another question for you, Pat. How many people Mm -hmm. do you think have been shot and killed in Chicago over the last 12 calendar months? Ooh, you're going to be over a thousand. No, no, not 793. Okay. So you're a little bit off. Okay. 
but that's still high. Correct. Uh-huh. Well, according to WGN News, here's how this is going to happen, right? Because because what is the premise that you think Lori Lightfoot comes from when um, <clears throat> when she's talking about why the violence is happening in the city? There, there are two of them, by the way, Pat. So you, you have a multiple chance to get this correct. So don't screw it up. Well, let's see. Um, one of them's got to be something to do with income. Okay. So what do you like, think the second one is? Um, Especially when, um, I don't know, an officer gets shot and killed. Too many people have weapons, have guns. Yeah, you see, it's the gun. That's the problem, yeah. right? And, and mm-hmm. then it's the poverty. That if we just... Never mind the fact that if you are in a gang, if you are good at it, you are rich. The thousand dollar rims, the, you know, the five thousand dollar rims on the cars, the um, all the studio equipment for your rap career, which is just another way for you to launder money. Um, You know, all of that sort of stuff. Right. But you know how she's going to do it, Pat? You know how she's going to curb the violence? We already discussed the fact that she's going to seize the money. Right. Which is just going to actually make them poor. I mean, and you already have gun control. Wait, what? You already have gun control. Um, So I'm going to guess that there's probably some sort of uh, universal basic income. It's almost like you are a uh, psychic. Well, I mean, I am a soulless ginger. Right, but soulless ginger does not equal psychic. I mean, clearly Jen Psaki has proven that. You're right. It does not equal psychic. It's just it. But it also is the same thing at the same time. No, it's not. Or it could be here. This alternative theory, Pat, Hmm. you were the one who sent me this story. (laughs) that's true (laughs) (laughs) but a 16.7 billion dollar budget is what is she she is proposing guess what to the 5,000 people that are the lowest income earners in this city she is proposing a $500 a month universal basic income payment costing the city $31.5 million. Um, And the payments would last a year. What? Hear me out, Pat. uh Uh-huh. Just just hear me out, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Let's say you're earning the poverty level. Okay. Okay. One year of these payments equals what? $6,000 if we're doing the mental math correctly? Five times 12? Yeah. Okay. If we're doing that mental math. Mm Mm-hmm. 
do you think $6,000 in one year is suddenly going to make them get out of poverty? Um, don't get me wrong. To those individuals, $6,000 is going to go a long way, right? Yeah. It's going to go a long way to help them. But, and hear me out on this. Mm-hmm. What oftentimes happens with people who get extra money that they haven't earned through work or whatever have you? They spend it. And I don't, and the thing is, they don't just spend it, they spend it fairly recklessly. Mm hmm. What in the hell difference is this going to make? Now, I could make an argument that if this was a long-term sustained program that they're putting in place, that it might have that greater impact on those 5,000 individuals, right? If you did it over a five-year term, mm-hmm. an extra $6,000 in their pocket every for five years might actually lift them out of poverty. But do you notice that this is a no-strings-attached approach? Here's $500 a month. What about taxes? <laughs> now, I would, I would laugh my ass off if they taxed that $500. Because if they did that here in the city, that's 10%, by the way. Or no, I'm sorry. It's uh, three and a half, four, almost 4% in city income tax. So my next question is, why $500? Why not 1000 Why not $2,000? A million dollars? Why not any of that? Oh, no, I don't yeah. disagree with you there. 100%. But if they were to put some financial literacy behind all of this... Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them and I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org. m25m.org. American Pride Roasters, bringing peace and love to the world, one delicious cup of coffee at a time. Hey, it's Brad Staggs before his morning coffee. <laughs> This is Brad Stags after his morning coffee. AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Historically great coffee. Recently discovered in a small subsection of the Green New Deal, the United States Air Force is moving away from conventional explosive ordnance. Being considered to replace these terrible weapons are more ecologically friendly weapons, such as cat coolers, to be used like anvils in a Wile E. Coyote cartoon. Recently declassified audio from deep inside Cheyenne Mountain. General, come quick. The Chinese have taken over the island beachhead. What should we do? Release the cat coolers! The first cat cooler dropped, activated a volcano on impact. 
The cooler still has ice in it and was used as a life raft by 26 island refugees. China has signaled their unconditional surrender, and it is anticipated that the cat cooler will never again be used in such a destructive way. What? China surrendered, G.I. Joe! No more drop a cat cooler! No coolers were harmed in the making of this ad, but the island is a total loss. Cat Coolers does not recommend dropping coolers from planes, but the video is really cool, and it's still illegal to smuggle a cat into New Mexico. Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them, and I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org. m25m.org. A free exchange of ideas. Mojo Five O. are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Thank you so much for continuing to tune in, to watch, to listen via podcast, however you are doing it, to Critical Thinking. I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oni. Thank you so much. Like we said, follow us on the socials. I'm at the Coppin Show. He is at the Pat Oni Show. And we have a couple of announcements before we get into the rest of our WTF Wednesday hilarity, mockery, ridicule, scorn, all of the wonderful goodness that is WTF Wednesday. First and foremost, do not forget that coming up tomorrow will be our NFL picks, right? Over at the critical thinking community. That is criticalthinking.locals.com. Again, that's criticalthinking.locals.com. And you can add this backslash subscribe if you wish to help us out. Donate $5 a month, five bucks a month, and uh, we continue to bring you extra content outside of this show, including um, a newly named show. Um, we've been calling it for entertainment purposes only. It's just way too long. It just doesn't roll off the tongue very well. So we have a brand new name for that show. You'll have to tune in tomorrow to find that out. Um, but also tomorrow, we're going to do what we said we were going to do on Tuesday and totally forgot about. And that is we're going to hit the rewind button to a video that I did near the start of the pandemic because it's really an endemic right just like influenza is an endemic there is no end to it it is here to stay it's not going away um and um so we're going to talk through some of the things that i did with that video right some of the predictions or some of the things that i had talked about and we're going to see whether or not these came true um where we might have gone wrong what we got right all of that wonderful goodness Uh, We're going to talk through it all tomorrow on the show. So that's what's coming up. And then third and finally on the announcement uh, list here is you are not going to want to miss Friday's episode. Why? We have a paradigm shift announcement for the show. Right, Pat? Damn straight. Uh, This is probably... The biggest announcement you and I have ever had. Um, so, and it is going to be, to quote Donald Trump, huge. 
Um, and I, I can't, I can't undersell this. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even oversell this enough. It is, <clears throat> it is, it is a huge, huge thing for, for Andrew and I. Um, it is something that we will be announcing in the, I believe what the second half of the show on Friday. Yep. So, um, we might be dropping some tidbits here and there of what it might be, but uh, this is this is a big big deal for us and really for Mojo Five O as well. Yeah, absolutely. This is a big big deal. So, with those announcement out of the way, Pat, I know we've got a lot of things to get to. So, why don't we just hit up the B or not the B? Sound good? Oh yeah, yeah, sounds good. Uh, Earth. To Pat. I, I know. Pat. I, my mic was off for a second. I'm sorry. You bastard. <laughs> Are you ready for today's headline? I'm about as ready as you were to uh, introduce this segment. <laughs> so, so not ready. <laughs> uh, all right. Today's headline. Yes. Libs are now saying minimum wage should not be just $15 an hour. It should be $26 an hour. And I say, why not a hundred million billion an hour? So libs are now saying the minimum wage should not be $15 an hour. It should be $26 an hour. And I say, why not? It should be a hundred million billion an hour. Is this the B or not the B? That is the question, and while you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, folks, it's football season. It's tailgating season. It's prime tailgating season. And with us doing our sports picks, I don't know, maybe some of you might be going to some of those games or maybe hosting a neighborhood party of, of some sort, especially while the weather is still pretty nice in most parts of the country right now. You want to invest in a cat cooler. You don't show up to a tailgate. You don't show up to a neighborhood party or a neighborhood watch party for, for, for these kinds of sporting events whoa, whoa, with whoa, warm whoa, food whoa, and drinks. Whoa, whoa, Pat. What? <clears throat> this is a PSA from Critical Thinking. Uh-huh. Uh, Critical Thinking nor Andrew Coppins condone super spreader events that Pat Oni has just told you to attend. Oh yeah, wait! Do. By the way, Pat, um, who has uh, who has two thumbs and is attending Notre Dame, Wisconsin this weekend? This guy. Moving on. Um, <laughs> Speaking of super uh, spreader events, right? <laughs> right. Uh huh. Um, moving Don't worry, on. Everybody's gonna be masked up when they get into the concourses. Yeah, people aren't staying masked. Like 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 we've talked about the other day. If you watched any football event, yeah, there's a handful of people that that stay masked and everything. Go for it. But generally care. speaking, no no one cares. So, no one cares. In any case, you need to go to catcoolers.com though. Use the promo code mojo50 and get 10% off your cat cooler today because again, you don't show up to these events with warm food and drinks. And friends do not let friends and Apparently, radio hosts do not let their audience show up with warm food and drinks to anything of the sort. So be the hero of the party. Be the one that everyone wants to be around by going to catcoolers.com. 
using the promo code Mojo Five O and getting yourself your own cat cooler today. All right. I don't need Let's, the headline. Are you sure? This has got to be not the B. It's are you way sure? too long, way too convoluted for it to not be not the B. And second of all, we know that they didn't mean $15 as the minimum wage because now we also know that inflation is going on, right? So $15 doesn't buy you what it did uh, six months ago, eight months ago, a year ago. Inflation of gas price, inflation of meat prices, milk, basic dried goods at the grocery store mm-hmm. are up 30 40%. Uh, well, okay. I, I guess you would be correct then because this is not the B. Thank you at Real Ron Phillips for the check that might still be coming at some point in time. Any point in time that you would stop racking up all of the money, right? Like, mm. I, I, maybe he needs to save up. I, I, I don't know. I, I think he's just, you know, you know going I, to do one big, big check at the end of the year at this point. And, and personally, I don't understand why you would do it that way, right? Well, when you're loaded like Ron Phillips, you want to be able to show that, you know, that you're throwing that money around a little bit, right? Yep. And at Real Ron Phillips, we will accept um, dual, big, humongous, giant checks like you see on those game shows. Yeah. Uh huh. Pat and I will each accept one of those. Yep. Mm -hmm. Those are legal tender. So we will accept them with your signature on them in the amount that we win at the end of the year. We will gladly do that. We'll even pose for pictures with them and then directly mm-hmm. deposit them into our bank accounts. Yep. Because yeah. we all know you are loaded. Right. I didn't say with what I just said you were loaded. <laughs> well, in any case, uh, I thought this was ironic that we talked about Lori Lightfoot and you know what she's wanting to do there in the city of Chicago. And this is the story I chose for the beer, not to be today. Yeah. Because well, real quick on the Lori Lightfoot thing, it's not just that it's not really going to do anything. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. If, if I had an extra $6,000, right. Oh, was, there's lots I could do with that. Right. Mm. The problem is that most of these people are not going to do anything with it. They're going to just frivolously spend it. They're not going mm-hmm. to make an improvement that will change their lives in a way that will permanently get them out of having to to have this five hundred dollars a month, right? Right. And and all this is is a pilot program. A let's put the finger in the air to see if this works, and if it works, we're going to roll this out all across the city. It's exactly what's going to happen here. Because this is the plan, right? They couldn't get a federal UBI through, right? Mm-hmm. So now what they're going to do is take their big liberal bases, their big centers of power in Chicago and San Francisco and L.A. and New York City, right? Mm-hmm. And they're going to do it that that way, right? So now you've got right. your – so now it's just going to trickle down from the local level. That's all that's going to happen here. Is that mm-hmm. it is going to go from the federal level to no? Okay, you're not going to do it there, so we're going to do it here. And then when everybody goes, well, that city is doing it. Why can't I? You see what's going to happen, right? It's trickle down UBI. 
That's exactly right. what their game plan is here. But I digress. Well, in any case, I guess the plan is just to raise it to infinity. Uh, there have been some rumblings in the left-wing think tank recently. It seems like just yesterday we were witnessing the fight for 15 minimum wage policy debate, which more than anything has resulted in those automated robot ordering machines at McDonald's. But that was yesterday. Today, the fight for $26 per hour minimum wage is upon us. Um. <clears throat> My computer will let me scroll here so I can continue with the story. It's trolling you, Pat. I apparently so. Um, Okay, so Senator Bernie Sanders proposed an amendment. uh, Crap, now it just scrolled on me again. Stupid thing. Um, That's why you need a Mac, not a PC. Oh, shut up. So Senator Bernie Sanders proposed an amendment in February to take tax deductions away from large profitable corporations that don't pay workers at least $15 an hour. Republicans have also proposed their own minimum wage policies, including Senator Josh Hawley, Mitt Romney, Tom Cotton. Uh, in true Republican fashion, their minimum wage numbers and regulations are a bit less than those of the Democrats. Um, oh, and yeah, so basically they, so th- Think what the country would look like at the lowest paying jobs. Think dishwashers or custodians paid $26 an hour. That would mean someone who worked 2,000 hours a year would have an annual income of $52,000. This right, income, a wage, except for right. if you're in California, by the way. Right. right? Because right. in California, $52,000 won't even allow you to buy a house, which, by the way, the median home price, not the average, the median mm. That is the most important of these numbers, by the way, in real estate. Median, meaning the actual middle. If you just wanted a middle-of-the-road house, not an average, but a middle-of-the-road house, it's $850,000. But, 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 Andrew, this would put a single mother with two kids at well over twice the poverty level. It would just become the new poverty level. What the hell are you talking about? Oh, that's right. They're, they they don't want to move the actual poverty level with the increasing scale of people who have actual earnings, right? Right. They're, they're going to keep the poverty level where it is, not where it actually exists. Because today, Pat, how do we get to the poverty level? Well, it's an understanding of a mix of things, right? It's an understanding of wages, It's an understanding of spending. It's an understanding of the power of the dollar and a bunch of other things in the mix. And they come up with that number based off of it. Anyway. Continue. Oh, no, that was it. That that was pretty much the end of the story. Say what? Yeah, that was more or less the end of it all. (sighs) Well, Pat, um. Why don't you tell us, uh, how should I put this? The next headline in WTF Wednesday. Oh, the next uh, headline in WTF Wednesday, where to begin? I'm actually going to start with this. Oh, no. Jen Psaki. Your alter you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. By the way, um, Shout out to the uh, off track 
uh, syndicate for uh, recognizing that I am sexier, specifically Rusty Lugnuts, that I am sexier than Jen Psaki. I appreciate it. Thank you. You so much. Do realize you just trusted somebody with the name Rusty. And if he has Rusty Lugnuts, uh, that yeah. probably means he also has yeah. a screw loose. That's not necessarily true. Then again, he is a Bama fan and an SEC fan, so you might be onto something. Correct. But uh, Jen Psaki <clears throat> suggests illegal immigrants don't need to prove vaccination status since they're not intending to stay here. First of all, how do you know if they are intending to stay here or not? But that's my first question. I mean, generally speaking, when people uh, immigrate to America, especially illegally, do they not intend to stay in America? Generally speaking. Mm-hmm. 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 But anyway, the following exchange happened between um, our favorite Fox News reporter, Peter Ducey. Ducey, I have a question about what's going on at the border. Is somebody asking the foreign nationals who are walking into in 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 Del Rio, Texas, and setting up camps on the side of the border of proof of vaccination of a negative COVID test? Saki, well, first I can readdress for you or re-talk you through what steps we take. Ducey. This is the, if you saw this video, and I'm sure that a lot of you who are listening have seen this video, Mm -hmm. this is the best, most prime example of the smarmy, just holier-than-thou bullcrap that Jen Psaki puts out. Now, did Kaylee McElhinney have a adversarial relationship with the White House press corps? Yeah. But do you know what she didn't do? Um, Smarmy. Right. She definitely did pointed. Right. Mm-hmm. And she definitely called them out on their BS. Mm-hmm. But she also was respectful of their questions. Right. And wasn't. <laughs> I'm, told, I'm smarter than you. I'm smarter than you. Yeah, I was going to say, Jen Psaki, whenever she enters the room, she acts like she is the smartest person in the room, which I can see why you would do that on some level, but she rubs it in your face at the same time. You can be the smartest person in the room, just don't rub it in everyone else's face, because here's the thing. In reality, Jen Psaki is probably the dumbest person in the room. She's just full of talking points. That's it. No real answers to questions. If I mean, take any press conference that she's ever been in. Not a real answer to most of her questions. It's just a talking point. She's really good at delivering talking points. That's it. That's all she does. Yeah. And then she's really good about, you know, basically turning crap into more crap. So I, I rest my case. But any in any case, um, she did say that uh, you know they're not planning to stay here. 
And I, I don't, I don't understand where they would get that information from. Um, I, I don't know how you would know that. Generally speaking, like I said, if you're coming here illegally, you're coming here to stay. So generally speaking. Well, from Jen Psaki to our federal government is really stupid. I bring you this headline for WTF oh, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Feds buying Chinese drones despite military warning that they pose threat to national security. Are you stupid? Are these okay? What first of all, what kind of well, I guess it doesn't really matter, but are these more surveillance drones or are they drones that actually, you know, do stuff in terms of like war? I will gladly answer that question if you can uh-huh. answer for me. What department of the federal government do you think bought Chinese drones? Uh, either the Defense Department or the State Department. It's one of those two. Neither. You'd be Are wrong. You, is it Homeland Security? You would be wrong again. Damn it. Who would you? Okay, so who did it? <clears throat> From the article, quote, the Secret Service bought eight DJI drones on July 26th, according to procurement records obtained by the industry publication IPVM. Axios is reporting. That was three days after the Defense Department released a statement saying DJI products pose potential threats to national security. Axios went on to cite records that reportedly show the Federal Bureau of Investigation bought 19 drones made by the same China-based company. Now, it says here that the Department of Defense position is that systems produced by Da Zhang Innovations, DJI, pose potential threats to national security. Existing DOD policy and practices associated with the use of these systems by U.S. government entities and forces working with U.S. military services remains unchanged, contrary to any written reports not approved for release by the DOD. In 2018, DOD issued a ban on the purchase and use of all commercial off-the-shelf drones, regardless of manufacturer, due to cybersecurity concerns, the statement later added. The following year, Congress passed legislation specifically banning the purchase and use of drones and components manufactured in China. DOD complies with Section 848 of the Fiscal Year 20 National Defense Authorization Act and additional guidance provided by Executive Order 13981. The Department of Homeland Security warned in 2017 that it had, quote, moderate confidence that Chinese-based company DJI Science and Technology is providing U.S. critical infrastructure and law enforcement data to the Chinese government. Do you want me to continue? What kind of dumbass do you have to be to do this? This isn't even a, I need to know, like, high-level, like, minutia detail. This uh-huh. is, China is an adversary. Chinese technology always includes a way for the CCP to gain access. Always. It's why we don't allow Huawei phones in the United States of America. And, Pat, I don't know if you've traveled to Europe in the last four or five years. I have not. One of the biggest things that I noticed in my travel from 2014 to 2019, okay, so in that five-year period, in 2014, Huawei wasn't a thing over there um, when I went to Europe. Guessing it is now? 
It is everywhere. It is advertised everywhere. This may be one of the dumbest things I think I've ever heard our government do. Well, I'm glad you say that because DHS further has warned, quote, high confidence DJI is selectively targeting government and privately owned entities within these sectors to expand its ability to collect and exploit sensitive U.S. data. It also has high confidence a foreign government with access to this information could easily coordinate physical or cyber attacks against critical sites. Oh, and then there's another one. High confidence that outside of DJI's goal to attain law enforcement customers, DJI's criteria for selecting accounts to target appears to focus on the account holder's ability to disrupt critical infrastructure. As a result, DJI has amassed customers such as American Water, Union Pacific, and American Electric Power, some of the biggest utility and transportation companies in the United States. And then finally, it also has high confidence the critical infrastructure and law enforcement entities using DJI systems are collecting sensitive intelligence that the Chinese government could use to conduct physical or cyber attacks against the United States and its population. Alternatively, China could provide DJI information to terrorist organizations, hostile non-state entities, or state-sponsored groups to coordinate attacks against U.S. critical infrastructure. The UAS captured close-up imagery and GPS information on water systems, rail systems, hazardous material storage systems, first responders' activity, and construction of highways, bridges, and rails. In other words, they would have access not only to sensitive military information, they have access in the ability to understand the movements, the critical infrastructure, all of the things around our electric grid, our power systems, our water systems, all the things that would have basic functions for us to not die. And Pat, I told you about this um, this podcast over the summer, right? The Lazarus Heist? You did, yes. I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to it yet, but this is the exact type of information China would give to these types of individuals because it's North Korea. And you don't think for a second that North Korea is going to figure out a way to do this? How stupid do these companies and does our government have to be? How stupid? You, you, you know. Now, is it true that they could get this information other ways? Yes. Again, if they could hack into the systems of these American-made drone companies, sure. Mm-hmm. But you have to make it difficult, not easier. This is the height of how stupid the bureaucracy of our government is. This is the height of stupidity, along with droning an aid worker and killing his family and saying, well, the secondary explosions prove that this was an ISIS person, except for the secondary explosion was just water jugs exploding after you bombed the shit out of the car that had water jugs in it. Because it was an aid worker providing water and food to people waiting at Abbey Gate. You immoral a-holes. Nothing ticks me off more than this, this story. Nothing. This is the height of idiocy. All to do what? What is the point of this? There are good American companies who can make these drones and make them secure and safe. 
And then, Pat, I'm going to bring you one last headline for today. Okay. <clears throat> this is from Reason. Uh-huh. Quarantined L.A. school kids have lower COVID rates than vaccinated teachers. I can't say we didn't see that one coming. We, we, we've talked about that principle of kids not contracting COVID um, as much as adults and their chances of dying from COVID is also fairly slim. Um, I, I can't say we didn't see that one coming with all the data that we've talked about over the last however many months, even the last year and a half. I can't say we didn't yeah. see that one coming. And now they're going to try to blame all of this on kids going back to school, right? Except right. for the fact that we know that um, the rise in case numbers, right, began when? Mm -hmm. The end of June. Mm -hmm. When kids were what? Not in, in school. school. <sighs> now, we also know that the rate is declining. But Pat, your final thoughts. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And be smarter than our government. Please be smart. Be safe. Be kind. As always, Matthew 547. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5-0.